0: The second podcast, solo cast, whatever this is. Getting ready right now to leave to Portland to go visit my brother. Um, oh fuck! Doing some last-minute chores, organization, blah blah blah. Hmm. Drafted up quite a bit of topics to talk about in future things like this, and I thought I'd at least get through a couple. Um, But first, I every Friday or every late, you know, end of the week, uh, me and one of my best friends, Gage ferguson we have well they started out as accountability calls like we would set <laughs> basic layouts for their week and what we wanted to do and then we just check back in <laughs> no real penalties if we completed it or not but you know just having that I don't know, arbitrary accountability like hey you're gonna have to tell someone that you didn't do it or you're gonna have to let them know that you did all your shit uh, that was the premise at first, but you know, things change in life, and priorities change, circumstances change, so now it's kind of just like a thing we just check in with each other every week, um, every Friday mostly, that's that's the most common day we do it, but yeah, uh, yeah we had that call last week, and I went through a couple topics with him, really interesting, and he threw out you know a couple, a couple uh, topics to you know talk about and stuff. And I think I think it's I think it's really cool to talk about. Um, I I don't want to say like shit that <laughs> bugs you or like shit that's on your mind a lot, or uh, but just you know something other than small talk. I think it's really interesting and really good for. The growth of a relationship, whether it's acquaintances, you know, friends, best friends, uh, romantic, uh, romance, and shit. So, you know, kind of just understanding more how the person thinks and you get an idea of what they value. And, <laughs> and, um, yeah yeah just you get to know more about them. <laughs> Is that what I was trying to say this whole time? Um, yeah, so we covered a few topics with him. Let's see what's in my notes. Um, <laughs> so some of these are like really you really have to think about them and have to not take it seriously but it's something you have to bonder on a little bit before you answer and then some of them are just so stupid like (laughs) i had this thought i don't know i don't remember what i was listening to but i was wondering how do we know the actual outside of appearance of a dinosaur or dinosaurs you know we just have the bone structure right so I'm, I just thought like what if for some reason we were able to resurrect them you know do whatever science is whatever science department does that and they just look completely different than what we you know how we structure them in museums and shit like that <laughs> like that is just such a funny thought like what if we were just completely off and also, what if they weren't predators? Oh, yeah, their teeth their teeth don't say that, so. But still, the thought of them not being predators or, you know, wacky, silly shit like that makes me LOL on the reg. Um, let's see what's in these pockets. <gasps> <laughs> oh, found some stuff. Yeah, I'm packing clothes right now. Only gone for a weekend, so or a long weekend, so nothing too too much to pack. Just a couple jackets and a couple pairs of underwear and socks. But yeah, that was one of the thoughts. Like, how do we know and like why are we so sure about the external appearance of dinosaurs when all we have are their bones? makes me think of like what if the roles were reversed and what if people found like human fossils and we just were like (laughs) I don't know there's that just like average human build but what if they thought we were super special and like made us all like muscular and like tough skinned and shit like armored skin and all that and then they find us we're just like really soft thin layered very fragile physical beings (laughs) Mm. yeah that's about it um. <laughs> yeah a couple of these I'll have to talk about later in the future but um. another one we talked that we kind of got pretty deep into yesterday were was talking about our vision or like a vision that we have of our life and what, you know, you know, what was the the catalyst of this topic was? Um, I was listening to a David so podcast, and him and his uh, his co-host Joe, I don't even remember his correct pronunciation of his last name, <laughs> but his um, his co-host Joe and him, they were talking about. You know, how a lot of young entrepreneurs are yeah, just that whole scene. They're very reactive in the sense that like I don't know if this is gonna be in the Zeitgeist in the future, but there's like a phrase of being of someone being down with the vision or someone seeing the vision of what you have and stuff and one of the things they kind of covered was, you know, oftentimes these kids are, <laughs> if someone doesn't immediately get the vision or understand what they're saying or can see what they see in their head, so to speak, it just cut them off. Like, oh, if you're not down with the vision, like, fuck off. Like, like that kind of mentality. And he was, the point he was trying to make was, very valid one, he said, you know, sometimes people aren't down the vision or they don't get the vision because they literally don't have a clear idea of what it is it, they're, whatever they're trying to picture in their head is never going to be clear as you yourself who thinks about it 24-7 and I never thought of it that way until I heard that even though it sounds like common sense it just made it made complete sense to me you know like oh that's totally fair and yeah and so because of that you know I asked him what his vision was we kind of covered what he likes what he would like to see later on in life and things like that so it was cool getting to hear that and, like things he wants to do, and certain benchmarks that he would measure it by. It's really awesome. Um, damn, packing is really a distracting activity. Um, yeah. <sighs> I think the next few episodes or podcasts to kind of block or to prevent this whole like pausing shit i'm gonna make an outline for myself and lay it out that way i can just back to back to back to back explain shit and just talk get better at that because yeah not much of an improvement here plus i'm super distracted right now oh um man one thing i did last night was go through yeah, I went through um, Kendrick's Good Kid Matt City was uh, sing about me yo saw the genius <coughs> breakdown of it while I was playing while I was playing I teared up <laughs> like just straight up choked a little bit that is so fucked you know that I'm not sure I wouldn't be surprised if it's still that bad but the fact that that's something a child has to live through or probably living through right now you know that's really disheartening and really scary There's a section in the song where he was letting the interviewer know that there is one summer where it was, quote-unquote, too hot. Like, you couldn't... You couldn't go anywhere because there's so much... Like, the like people are out to get you. And uh, he said... If you try to turn one corner, people were waiting for you, for people like you, so they could get some action, you know, rob you, whatever, jump you, and then they had a car waiting on the other end of the street, waiting for you to try to run away, and it was basically like the epitome of no way out in the hood, and that was just... That was very hard to listen to and just trying to imagine what that's like. Because the last verse that he's on, he mentions that it's all about him trying to make sense of it as a kid and thinking about where where he goes if he's to die and solidifying his relationship with being killed and the legitimate possibility of being dead the next day and not knowing how f- how long you'll live. So, not exactly sure what point I'm trying to make, just, I don't know, just an honest reminder to be grateful for where I am in life and who's in my life and things like that. So, also a reminder to do good on a wide scale to those less fortunate. That's a thought that came to my head as well. Cause he's doing that, you know, he's providing that light for those kind of kids and that stuff. So definitely an honorable role model, an example. Um, yeah, on that note, I'm about done ready. I'm about done packing. About to go shower, get dressed, wash my car and go okay with Jesse for a little bit. About to get him up and smash. And then head down head down to Portland for the weekend. Yep. Yeah. It's gonna be fun. I'm excited. A lot of fun things. One of the things we're doing is we're having a, we're cooking a dish from Food Wars, which I'm so fucking excited to do. We're making a mapo tofu, and I'm particularly excited for this one because ever since I saw that dish, one, I didn't even know that kind of dish existed, as I did know with a lot of those dishes on that show, but this one in particular, <laughs> it's notorious for being insanely spicy but so flavorful and so good that you just want to keep hurting yourself with spice. And it's kind of like this twisted agreement. Like, I know I'm hurting myself, and I know I'm going to be in pain, but it's so good. So we're going to do our best to mimic that dish. Um, Like I said, I'm super excited for that one especially, but yeah, um... Yeah, that's going to be one of the first things we do. We're also going to just probably go out tonight. Uh, it's Friday and then Sunday. Super chill. But. All right. All in the podcast here. Bleep, bloop, blop. <laughs> <laughs>